Welcome to the Determined Mom Show, the only marketing podcast dedicated to guiding mom CEOs into tranquility, wealth, and multiplying those precious moments. Welcome to this episode of the Determined Mom Show. I have a very special guest, Veronica Romney, and she is a marketing speaker and online education specialist. And uh, she is amazing, and she's going to be sharing with us today how to create connection through customers' aspirations. So I'm really excited about this topic because it's not something that is like super commonly talked about, I think. Um, It's more of a hidden thing. So welcome, Veronica. Oh, thank you. It's super exciting to be here. Thank you. Yeah, definitely. So before we get started into our topic, let's go ahead and find out more about you and how you got started working from home. Sure. Actually, working from home is a newer endeavor for me because I really, like the last five years, I've owned, I founded, ran, and then sold a digital marketing agency. And we had an office and a full staff and a lease and all of that, Costco runs and the above. (laughs) And then once I sold it uh, last summer and fully transitioned out, I was now back to working from home in October, being a solopreneur with lots of super talented contractors that helped me here and there. But I'm back in the grind of being a company of one, and I kind of love it. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely different. And, you know, going from having all of that like burden and responsibility of the lease and yeah. the, the electricity and all of those things that like you really don't think about until you have that storefront or, you know, that office, mm-hmm. it's such a difference. So, yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine what it would be like to have that massive overhead monthly cost during essentially a a worldwide pandemic all of 2020. So I'm grateful for the timing of the sell of my business, grateful to be in a position where I can work from home pretty much uninterrupted for the most part because I have a door and a lock. (laughs) I can't promise anything beyond that. But it has been really nice to be accessible to my family and still be able to pursue my ambition and aspirations and then of course serve my customers as well. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Well, Congratulations on selling your business and also on selling it um, before the pandemic. Yeah. Also having the time to settle in, right? Um, To your groove, you had like, what, like four or five months, five months, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's really interesting though, because it lasts. So December, 2019 is where I found out that out of 650 applicants and that I was picked in the top five to represent Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi on stage. So I entered 2020 like on such a high, like this is the year and I'm going to be on stage in like the name of these massive brands doing what I love best, which I've always loved speaking and teaching. I think of speaking as more like teaching, like that's really how I look at it. And then no one's going anywhere. So everything has gone virtual. Almost every business I can imagine, whether it's fully digital or portions of the business are digital, but everything has gone virtual and digital as of right now. So I'm doing speaking from Zoom and workshops from Zoom and everything from, you know, this camera that I'm staring into right now. (laughs) That's awesome. I love that you have been selected um, to represent Tony and Dean. So what does that mean exactly? So basically, when I get on stage, I mostly talk about like what we're probably going to talk about today, which is, you know, aligning yourself, your business efforts with your customers' aspirations that builds a connection between you and them at your cores. Mm -hmm. I talk a lot about that. And I talk about branding, personal branding, marketing, like just being authentic. 
but Tony and Dean do it on a different level. They're talking about the power of self-education, online education, like we're seeing masterclass and then it was like lynda.com and a ton of online courses that are exploding on the internet. And it's the power of learning from somebody who's done the thing as opposed to like a professional teacher in a university or formal institution. And they've been doing it for 60 years combined. So now I go on their behalf on stages across the world to share that kind of message of the power of online education, self-education, learning from doers and not necessarily even like studiers, you know, people have to study the material. So it's really interesting. It very much complements what I believe. And it's very much how I've also learned a great portion of like my marketing knowledge. Yes, I went to school. Yes, I got the fancy diploma and I was a you know marketing director for corporations three times over. But when you become an entrepreneur, you go to YouTube University, (laughs) you go, you Google all the things and then you start, you realize you're going to start listening to the podcast. You're going to buy the courses. You're going to go to the conferences. You're going to start investing in your human capital. And Tony and Dean are massive advocates for that. And so I also am aligned with that as well. Wow. That's awesome. Well, congratulations on that. That's a huge Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So it's interesting that you say that. I just want to bring up a point. So I'm actually finishing my marketing degree right now. Like I'm literally on my capstone project. And the entire time I've been very perplexed by the fact that most of what I'm learning is not actually applicable um, to, you know, like what I do every day in Mm -hmm. my agency. Like it's just not what we actually apply for our clients and those kind of things. And I'm just like, oh my goodness, this is Mm -hmm. weird. Mm -hmm. Um, and my, um, professor or not my professor, but my, um, mentor, she kind of like guides me through the whole process. Um, she's like, okay, so this course is going to take you probably about six weeks. That's like the fastest that anybody's ever finished it. And I finished it in like three days because it's just like, not, I don't know. know. Like, yeah, it's just like not the stuff that I'm thinking that it's going to be, you know, like it's, it's super crazy. It's like, so, um, dumbed down and, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just find it fascinating that this degree is held Uh with such accolade, but there's really not very much behind Mm -hmm. it. Yeah, that really um, sunk to me, like that that realization of where we are when it comes to our education programs. Mm -hmm. When I was asked and now still do, I teach MBA students at Florida Atlantic University how to brand themselves, like develop their personal brand every semester. Mm -hmm. But I do not have an MBA. Yeah. So I'm teaching MBA students but I do not possess an MBA and I always aspired to have an MBA. I want, like, I just was going to go through the school track. I'm the daughter of Cuban immigrants. If you want a great life, you get educated and you go from there. But we have a problem in the system where the material that we're learning is completely outdated, especially if you're trying to be a specialist and expert when it comes to online digital marketing, like, come on, by the time it's published in a book, it's done. It's like no longer relevant. So I, that really sunk home that I was teaching students when I didn't even have the degree that they had. And yeah, yeah, so I'm a proponent of you learn from the people that have done the things and you like for them to teach you what they've learned in a decade that you can learn in three days. Mm-hmm. I'd pay for that anytime, you know? Oh yeah. A hundred percent. And that's, I'm a huge advocate of that too. Yeah. 
Yeah. I can't even tell you how many courses that I purchased and I still haven't actually. Uh, oh, for sure. For <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. I, it's funny. I've purchased a lot of the 1997 courses as well. Yeah. And now when I go to build a course, like none of my courses are over $500. I really believe in quick consumable, like almost like mini courses. Like I'm just releasing one right now that's $37 yeah. on how to discover, create, and launch a digital product without the tech stress and yeah. cost. That most people incur that you do not like you do not need. I've I've launched thousands of things, of course, like twelve years and running a marketing agency, yeah. and so I've just like stripped it all down, and it's like a three part mini course for thirty seven dollars. Like that is what I believe because I don't have time to give you eighty hours. Like, do you have time? To give oh, okay. So, yeah, I think I think the nature of of consumption of education is also changing, and I think it's important for your listeners and important for anybody that's a content creator to be able to put together content that's not too consuming, but also doesn't overwhelm or underwhelm, but right strikes that perfect balance in between. Yeah, I agree. And I think breaking it up into yeah. like actionable, like, okay, yes. I want to, I want to get like three steps done today. Like yep. I can go through and get those three steps done yep. back to it tomorrow. And yep. okay, so tell us about how we can um, create that connection mm-hmm. through our customers' aspirations. Yeah, I just, I mean, maybe you have too. Maybe you've noticed that now we live in a world where we're starting to talk to devices. So like, it's very common that my six-year-old or my three-year-old be like, hey, Google, tell me a joke, you know, or hey, Siri, hey, Alexa. Like even inanimate objects have brought about personalities. Like I think about flow from, you know, insurance. Like people like doing business with people. That will never change, even if, non-human things start becoming more humanistic and have human qualities, right? And so the desire that we have to connect with another human being is like fundamental to like the species. Like we need connection and we need an empathetic understanding. But what I've noticed a lot with marketing today and sales stuff, especially online, is that we end up really competing with online consumers more than we do in complimenting them. Mm -hmm. And so for me as a 12-year marketing person, like I've seen the ebbs and flows. I've seen all the tactics and techniques. I'm like, okay, at the foundation of human connection, how do you do that? Like, how do you tap into somebody's middle, like right in the middle of who they are as a human being? And how can they see your heart and you can see their heart? Like, how can we do that? And so just in studying human behavior and studying what works in marketing, but really the fundamental study of humans, what I realized is if you want to compliment somebody and fast track the connection between you and them as a brand and as a person, all that you have to do is tap into their aspirations because people already have an existence. They already have a narrative. They already have a journey before they ever met you. So when you meet somebody, you trying to force them into your narrative or your story is counterproductive versus learning what somebody wants and more specifically where they want to go. Then you tap into that stream, into that like line of thought and say, hey, I acknowledge that you want to be a world-class speaker. By the way, I have a service or a product or a coaching thing that can help you do the thing that you want to do and that you aspire to have. That has been transformational, not just for my business, but for my students' businesses, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes so much sense. So just basically kind of telling them that you have what they need to get to where they need. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's almost yeah. like a bridge that 
you're you're the bridge, right? Kind of. Well, and I think if you think about it, like nobody buys a product. What we buy is what the product does to us. So like when I think about, <laughs> this is, you know, obviously relevant to COVID and quarantine pounds, but like we don't buy weight loss pills. We don't buy weight loss programs. What we buy is the transformation, hopefully that the product, the pill, the program can give us that we really want. And it's the same thing with your customers. Like your customers want to transform into something better. They're either chasing a carrot that they want, something shiny and fun and, you know, or unfortunately in a bad economy or depending on their situation, they're trying to avoid a stick or run away from a pain point in their life. You have to be the bridge in between. You have to be the bridge that says, I can eliminate a stick to get you the carrot that you want and I can give you the transformation that you're seeking. It just happens to be wrapped inside this product, but that's not the product. The product is the transformation. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, that, that makes complete sense. I love it. And I think it's going to help a lot of our listeners to just really be able to wrap that in a little packet yeah. and deliver it to, you know, their ideal yeah. client. So, yeah. 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 And it's funny because like when I get on stage and I do my keynotes, I have like one single slide that shows a woman like optimistically starting her day with her like nice warm coffee in front of her computer screen. But then there's the, sc- there's the picture right next to it. That's like her head is like on her keyboard and she's just done. And, and it's probably one of my most shared and retweeted slides that I have because what I say when I share it is like, my job is to take ambitiously frustrated you and help you become the modern success story that you strive to be. Like we all sit here equal parts ambition and equal parts frustrated at all times, especially entrepreneurs, especially women, (laughs) right? But we want to leave legacies. We want to live into our own light. We want to like create not just babies at home, but businesses too that happen to be another form of a baby. Like we want to be a modern success story and a modern parent. Mm -hmm. And so that's the promise. Like if you want to know what Veronica stands for, you want to know what my business, like why it exists is because I help the transformation between ambitiously frustrated to a modern success story. And I just happen to do that transformation through proper marketing and branding and selling. Yes, that's awesome. That is amazing. And I love that you mentioned that having a business is like another baby. Oh, 100%. It really is. It really, really is. is. You're always stressing about it. It keeps you up at night. It's the same crap. <laughs> and it's like the most needy baby too. It's so needy. It like consumes all of your thoughts and all of yeah. it. Because the kids are like, the, the real kids are fed. And they're not fighting yeah. and nothing's on fire. Yeah. At least for me, I'm like, okay, I can get yeah. this done and this done and that done and this yeah. done. Yeah, and especially if you have employees, then it's just mm-hmm. children too. Like, And I'm not saying that in a demeaning way. I'm saying that in like your heart grows every time you birth a new baby, but you also, every time you hire a new employee, like they become your family and it's your job to feed them and care for them. Mm-hmm. And so like having the agency was amazing for five years, but can I tell you the mantle, the weight of the mantle that I felt? Mm-hmm. It was enormous, yeah. enormous, right? So yeah, your baby business and your babies at home are both very needy and weigh on you tremendously. <laughs> they do, they do. And being able to take a lot of that pressure off by identifying what that solution is, mm-hmm. um, is going to help so many. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like the biggest tips I could give your listeners when it comes to tapping into somebody's aspirations, because the thing with aspirations 
is that not everyone's going to share what they really aspire for. Like if you really think about it, like there's a stuff that I'm willing to share with my girlfriends at a dinner table or maybe my husband. And there's a stuff that I probably would never share with anyone, but that I definitely think about or that I want to do, but I'm, I'm too scared to share it out of like fear of, you know, criticism or who is she to think that way or to dream that how dare she, right? So your customer has the surface level aspirations that they're willing to share. And then 90% of the iceberg is actually underneath the surface. So it is incumbent on you to go and break through like that barrier of like, this is what you're telling me that you want, but I'm trying to figure out what you really need. Not what you want, although I can deliver that too, but truly like, what is it that you need to go from point A to point B that not everybody would know? And so you kind of have to break down the questions and you have to really like go beyond like, so what can I do for you today? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like asking very specific questions. Yes. Yes. Um, identifying those pain points. Like if you could have anything in your business, like mm-hmm. what would it be kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think you, one of the techniques or tricks I can give you, don't, I think open-ended questions are good, but open-ended questions that do not have a time frame can really get you in trouble. Because if you really want to tap into somebody's aspiration and have them buy from you now, not five years from now or 12, like I hate when somebody goes, oh my gosh, I totally want to do that, but not right now. Yeah. That means that you have promised a transformation that's too far out. You have to learn what they aspire for in the next six months to a year tops. So when I start to ask open-ended questions to see what kind of sticks they're trying to avoid or what kind of carrots they're trying to chase. I ask with timeframes, like, well, what is it that you're trying to achieve in the next six months, 12 months? Or what is it that's really bothered you in the last six months, 12 months? Like be specific of what is hurting them and what they want now, if you want them to buy from you now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Cause that time frame is critical, especially sure. like you said, if you want them to buy from you now, sure. you know what's yeah. going on now and in the immediate future. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Do you have any other tips? Oh man, I like, I've got lots of tips. What kind of tips do you want? (laughs) Um, Well, okay. So if I am sitting here and I'm thinking about my client or my ideal, you know, whoever I'm going to be helping Mm -hmm. uh, and I am trying to figure out what I can offer as that transformation, basically, what can I do to express that to them? Like mm-hmm. as a, a business owner, I think that's where a lot of um, business owners get kind of roadblocked. Okay. So like, I know what the transformation is. I've kind of figured it out, but how do I express that to, you know, my potential client? Sure. So let's take the Google, my business course that you just did or that you're wrapping up. Like in that course, somebody would purchase, what is the promised transformation that they're getting by purchasing that product? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would be um, getting into the top three of the Google search results. Okay. So that I would consider that surface level aspiration. Mm-hmm. Deeper than just ranking top three for your service in the local area. Like my parents have an air conditioning business. So I really know what I'm saying. Like yeah. we, we talk about their Google My Business all the time. So my dad doesn't really care to be in the top three. What does he truly care about? What does being in the top three actually give him and his business? It gives him thousands of people seeing his business, hundreds more phone calls every month, Mm -hmm. um, consultations booked. It really just increases the revenue. 
Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So when, when you're talking about aspirational transformations and we're going beneath the surface, like it's not the placement that they want. It's what the placement gives them. And then once they obtain the placement and they have this organic traffic that calls them, then as a byproduct, what happens to their business? Does it grow? Do they get leads for free? Does it mean that they're not stressing out at night? Does it mean that they can scale the business because they have more leads that are essentially zeroed out in cost of acquisition? Like we go deeper. And so the transformation isn't just the top three placement. The transformation is having leads sent to you and what it does to your business that like, like, you know what I mean? Like we just, just chip away at it. I would almost say go like seven levels deep on it. Like if this is the top, the level one is your top three placements. Mm-hmm. then I would, I would ask the question, okay, so why is it important to you to have top three level placements? And you'd answer the question like, okay, so why is that important? And why is that important? You just go seven levels deep. Oh, that's awesome. The exercises that I do on my workshops is what's called a seven levels deep exercise. And I usually start the question with like, why do you want to be successful? Yeah. Or why is it important to you that you are successful? Well, because I want to leave a legacy for my family. Okay, so the second question is, why is it important to you to leave a legacy for your family? And you go seven freaking levels. And then when you get to the seventh level, that's really the transformation that you're promising. Wow. That's awesome. That is such a huge mind blowing um, (laughs) technique there. Uh, I love it. I love it. I love it. You are free to use it. It's a a good exercise that I do with my employees. Mm -hmm. I do it with my students, like anybody that you have the intentions of helping, serving, selling, leading, If you don't know there are seven levels deep aspiration, then you can't really effectively sell or lead or sell. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I love it. Or serve, I should say. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Awesome. I love that. And I think that's going to be such a huge um, help to everyone that's listening. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate everything that you've shared with us so far. Are there anything else you would like to leave us with in the realm of, um, you know, kind of connecting with those aspirations of our customers. Aspirations are more complicated and interwoven than what you just, it's bigger than just saying, what's your goal, right? Yeah. But I will say this, it's very difficult for you to serve someone or sell someone anything when you guys aren't connected empathetically with shared aspirations. I I will say that I have found that the best coaches or the best course creators or digital product makers or speakers or teachers is when you are serving and providing from a place of empathetic understanding. And I have learned when I've done my personal seven levels deep. And then when I work with one-on-one customers or one-on-one students and I do their seven levels deep, it's always like a delightful surprise. It has now no longer become a surprise that we tend to share. At some point their level five was my level four or like somewhere along the seven levels, there was connections between us. And that is no, like at this point it used to be surprising. Like now it's not surprising at all because you attract what you are and you attract what you believe and you attract how you serve and how you present yourself to, you know, especially the online world. And so, yeah, like if you haven't done the work to understand your own aspirations, it's going to be very difficult for you to understand the aspirations of somebody else. Yeah, I agree. And that's personally why I love working with um, mom business owners. For sure. Same. Like exactly. You know, like we all under, there's just like this unspoken, like standing or, you know, like the kids in the room, like everybody gets it, you know, like it's just like this thing. I don't know. 
Yeah. And it's, I do too. Like, I I feel like I connect a lot with moms that are really hustling and trying to like, again, balance the baby and the business on the hips. Mm -hmm. But I've even noticed that I feel like I'm starting to connect even more so with women that left the corporate world to like run the business because that's exactly what I did. And it's just this shared understanding of like, when you were kind of at the top of your game, working for someone else and being safeguarded by somebody else's business and brand, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of how like devastating it is to feel like you have to start over all on your own merit and your own name with no safety net, with no brand, you know, leveraging because it's just you. And I talk about that a lot with a lot of like women that have made the jump from working for somebody else to being their own boss. And it's, it's not a shared experience that everybody has, but if you've had it, you know exactly what I'm talking about when I say that, right? Yeah. So it is interesting that moms come in all walks of life, business owners come you know, in all walks of life, but you definitely attract what you are and what you know to be true and have gone through personally. Yeah, I agree 100%. And it's funny because almost all of the guests that had been on this show so far yeah. fit into that category. Yeah. Right? And it, a lot of them have that same experience that I had where like you're pregnant and you're working at the other job and mm-hmm. then you're like, Oh God, I don't want to come back here mm-hmm. after I have my baby, <laughs> you know? And it's just that like maternity leave transformation, yeah. um, inspiration. So, well, and you have to like, I mean, your identity was tied to something else. And now it's like, I feel like a lot of women go through an identity crisis. So, so when I talk to them about personal branding and we go through like a personal branding workshop together, there's a lot of tears mm-hmm. because you don't realize just how lost you felt because you're no longer defined by I'm the director of so-and-so, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so. like, yeah. It's like shedding uh, a skin and yeah. finding. That's yeah, a good you know, chemical peel. It's fine. <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> but it, it might hurt a little bit. Yeah. Maybe it it just stings for like five, 10 minutes. Just air him blow some air on it. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a great analogy though. Um, okay. Awesome. So what is your favorite thing? This is like my, Last question. So what is your favorite thing about working from home? (sighs) So I can't believe I'm going to say this Uh because it's just relevant, but my husband and I both work from home. (laughs) So, So it is very nice to meet up for lunch or other activities, but like it is nice to just not be constrained to a nine to five schedule. If you know, like, I don't know, it's just nice to like, you can be so mindful of where you're at emotionally. And if you're, you know what I mean? You just play with that. And yeah. it is nice. It is nice that like, if my kids need me, I can run. If my husband wants to hang out with me, like, why not? Why not do it at two o'clock? Why do we have to wait until nine o'clock, 10 o'clock when the kids yep. are asleep? You know what I mean? Yep. We so, do yeah. that uh, often as well yeah. <laughs> during the middle of the day because yeah. uh, we call it a meeting in our house. <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I, I agree completely. I love that. Yeah. So. yeah, so I don't think people talk about that, but it is it is nice yeah. as a female just to like honor yourself, your emotions, and your and honestly, it's like your energy, right? So with you being able to work from home, you get to manage around your energy levels, which is great. Yeah, exactly. And I think like what you were saying about like having that nine to five, like yeah. okay like, okay, now it's five o'clock now yep. I'm home and dinner and all uh-huh. this stuff. And it's like Crazy. too scheduled and not spontaneous. Yep. And it definitely kills the, yeah. kind of the excitement in the relationship yeah. for sure. Absolutely. So, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, it's nice. So anyways, that's, I don't, that was not something I was planning on saying, but there it is. <laughs> oh, you know what? I love that answer because no one has ever said that yet. Oh, it's good. Like, oh I get to take care of my kids when I'm sick or anything, you know, but I think yeah. it's such a real, <laughs> um, answer and I totally agree with it. So yeah. I love it. Yeah. Got to keep it fresh ladies. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So where is the best place? I know mymodernbrand.com yeah. is yeah, yeah. your website. Where is the best place for people to reach out to you online? I mean, socially speaking, I'm the most active in Instagram, which is just V Romney, and my Facebook group, which is my Modern Brands branding family, because we just have some really good dialogue. And just like you and I were kind of real right now about something that maybe we don't really normally talk about, my Facebook group is the same way. We just kind of get authentic. Like, there's a huge post just this week that was like, how can you be in the personal branding world, but not of the personal branding world. And it was a good dialogue. So like, if you want to sync up with me socially, Instagram or my Facebook group. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing everything. Yeah. Uh, love the seven layer technique. And it also makes me hungry for some seven layer. Yeah. But, <laughs> Do some dub. Uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so thank you so much, Veronica, for being here and for sharing your wisdom with us. Um, it's truly appreciated. You're so welcome. Bye. Bye. This episode of the Determined Mom Show is brought to you by Online Marketing for Moms, the only marketing membership created especially to teach mom business owners SEO and many other marketing tools, systems, and strategies. Join today at onlinemarketingformoms.com. Use code PODCAST to get 20% off of your monthly or annual membership. 